Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Taking Control of Your Financial Life podcast. Providing the simple answers to the complex questions asked about your financial future. Let's get you the answers you need about retirement, investing, asset planning, and the current market. Here's your host, Julian Rubenstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Taking Control of Your Financial Life. My name is Julian Rubenstein, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the president of American Asset Management, a registered investment advisor located in Boca Raton. I'm very excited about today's show as we have a very interesting guest, Marty Greenbaum from Smart Franchise Investing as our guest. So please join me in welcoming Marty. Hello, Marty. Hey, Julian. How are you today? Great. I want to thank you very much for taking your time out of your schedule to meet with us. And I'm really excited because you're the first guest we have on the show that specializes in franchising. And when we started talking a little while ago, I was ready to ask you 100 questions. I said, I'm not going to do it on the podcast. So why don't we kick off the show? Tell us about what you do and your company, and we'll go from there. That's great. That's great. Thank you. So um, I own Smart Franchise Investing. Julie and I have been in franchising over 30 years. Uh, started in a franchising family, opening opening uh, business and postal centers. Some people may be aware of a brand called PostNet. They're like UPS stores, which my family started. And uh, then what I did is I evolved into um, a marketing company. Well, I left PostNet, the family business, and started a marketing company years ago. I was a marketing strategist in franchising, very active in the International Franchise Association. I worked with over 120 franchise brands. And so most of my career, I was a business owner focused on helping franchise companies grow. And what I would do is my specialty was helping them find great franchise owners, candidates. Okay. So five years ago, I decided I had enough of the marketing business. It's a, it's a tough business. I had a lot of travel and I became what they call a franchise consultant. So what we do is we help people kind of find that, you know, perfect fit franchise. A lot of people, they, they see franchises. If I ask anybody name a franchise, they're going to say Chick-fil-A McDonald's. I had a guy, Krispy Kreme, you know, the fact is there's 3,500 franchises out there and there are some great ones, but not all are great and not all are the right fit for a lot of people. It, it, you really have to find the right fit and I help people do that. Okay. So what's the first step someone should take if they're looking to get into uh, franchising or, you know, to, to buy a franchise? Well, listen, um, first of all, let me bring some clarity to that. Franchises are awarded. Franchises, you know, it used to be years ago when they sold the franchise, if you had the money and you had a heartbeat, they would sell you a franchise, right? Nowadays, you know, they're looking for great operators. So, you know, in this franchising process of exploring franchising, you know, you you do have to be the right fit for a franchise organization, right? So definitely you have to be the right fit. But it, but if you're interested in franchising, you know, most people, 
they directly go online and start doing some research. Okay. So people I find that are interested in franchising, they're going to, they're going to be drawing from their own experiences. Maybe they were a customer of a franchise. Maybe they had a good friend that did really well in a certain type of franchise. Maybe they read an article or a story. So those are the things that drive people to franchising because, you know, for, for most people, you know, they would say, why would I want to franchise when I can open up my own business? All right. And, and, and definitely I want to go into that. What are the reasons why you would do that over instead of opening your own business? And I'll give you a quick hint because 80% of business owners will fail in the first five years. Okay. Franchising has such a higher success rate, you know, three, four times success rate than that. So it makes sense to go on a franchise. But for most people, they look online, all of a sudden they fill out a bunch of forms and they get a million people calling them to sell them franchises, okay? And if, you're, if you've never owned a business or bought a franchise in the past, how are you going to tell what's good, what's not, who's kind of giving it to you straight, who's kind of being a little more vague? So these are the problems that people run into when they first jump into this whole franchising world and try to start investigating online. Okay. So now how do people determine what's the right franchise for them? Oh, first of all, I think you got to begin with like, what are your goals? Okay. And, and currently what's your situation? And these are the things I look at. Okay. Some people, if you have, if you have a great job and you don't want to leave your job, could you own a franchise? Yes, you can. So there are owner-operator franchises and there are semi-absentee franchises. And you could keep your job. What's what's neat nowadays is more and more people are working like either um, a hybrid schedule where they'll work, you know, several days a week at home, or many of them are working from home every day of the week. So they're able to take their primary career and create some freedom in their schedule and around their lifestyle. And they still have a little time to say, I could still operate a business. I have some time, you know. So nowadays, semi-absentee franchises are more prevalent than than ever. All right. So first of all, take stock in where you're where you're at, how much time you really have, and the financial side. You know, listen, there's franchises at every different range, right? You could get into a franchise for as low as hundred thousand dollars realistically um, and they go up from there now for those who are listening let me also make a little greater sense and this will help you there are retail franchises okay you go somewhere to get a service you get your car fixed you go get a haircut you go get food you go get um, a massage those are retail franchises you're going to someone to get a service well guess what Retail franchises, because you have a location and you're signing a lease and you're building out a location, those tend to run three to $600,000 investments. Those are bigger investments. There are service franchises on the other side where people come to you, excuse me, where you're going to them. So you're going to someone's house to fix something. You're going to someone's house to, could be, where you're spraying, you know, your pest control. It could be where you own a blind company. It could be, you know, a lot of different services from lawn care. There's a million, what I call, you know, home services. Home services franchises are hot 
okay? But service franchises, in contrast to retail, where you're going to someone, you may need to buy a van, you may definitely need to do marketing, but your investments are gonna be much lower for like 100 to 200,000. So if you think about like, what can I afford, right? Service franchises are more affordable, but there's also other attributes that we need to consider, okay? So definitely take stock on how much time you have, take a look at investment levels, and really determine your goals, okay? Goals is a big thing. And, and let me just say this. I know I'm talking on a little bit. Oh, but, Justin, please keep going. Okay. So we're all on this path in life. And most of the time, most people that are on this path, guess what? We didn't really choose that path. It's not always a master plan. We get on a path. We're doing pretty well. We stay on that path. But at some point, especially for guys like me, who's I'm 59, at some point you look at that path and you say, you know what? If I'm going to retire with X and I'm going to be comfortable and I could be, you know, because that's what I'm concerned about. Am I going to be comfortable? Can I support my family? What if something comes up? We don't know what's happening in this world, right? It's a crazy world. So ultimately, take stock in where you're at and where you need to be. And then, you know, and set better goals for yourself. And, and think about it. Sometimes you have to get off that path and start a new path. And that may be finding a business that could supplement, you know, what you're doing. So you're saving quicker. So you're getting more ground. So you're building your wealth. Franchising could do that, right? And in franchising, you know, it's, you're not putting money in the market and you're crossing your fingers, okay? With franchising, you have a little more control over it. So those are things to consider initially when you're looking at maybe making a move and finding some type of a franchise investment. Can you give us an example of a hands-off type of franchise where you're just in the investor? All right, there's very few fully hands-off franchises, but definitely I'll share with you some deep models, okay? There's a pet grooming franchise, okay? That, you know, pet grooming is is really big right now. As a matter of fact, I've talked to some of my clients and they say, man, it's it just, there's a long wait for pet grooming. I can't get my pet in for a month, right? So think about this, it's mobile. So it comes to you. What do people want nowadays? Think of all the food companies like, um, you know, that bring food to you, right? DoorDash and all these food companies, yeah. right? So why wouldn't you want to have your pet groomed in your driveway and they have these state-of-the-art vans, climate controlled, somebody comes to your driveway, you don't have to run out. Your dog, you ever bring your dog in the car and they don't know where they're going and they're all scared and everything, right? And you're saying there, you hire the groomer and then it's basically a hands-off business. You hire the groomer, it's a hands-off, but, but even better than that, the company, the franchisor has a management company, or not a management company, has a management team that manages the franchise for you. They wow. hire your general manager, they manage, your, they manage the marketing, they manage the budgets, they manage the people, they hire your staff, They that you report two hours a month, you get reports and review and make decisions on who you're gonna hire or fire, what expenses you have, and to to make what marketing you do so that's that's like the ultimate hands-off but 
there's a lot of franchises where there's different levels of semi-absentee depending on, you know, how much time you have and where your interests are. What's it like now? You know, everyone says it's so hard to hire people. Is it what's in the franchise world? Is it just as difficult? Oh, yeah. You know, there's different areas of the country where it's a little bit tougher than others. Right. So, um, you know, but there are certain franchises also because of their business models, they're still able to attract some of the great workers because they often pay a little bit more. Okay, so they're competitive in their ability to pay. But, you know, food service, food service, still kind of a tough space at times. Right. Most people, when they think of franchises, they're thinking of food service. But the fact is, is that there's so many other options that you would never know. Healthcare, you know, senior care, IT, you know, the whole pet industry, automotive. I mean, there's so many different options, education. So there could be definitely something where, you know, if you feel that there's some issues with employees in your market, certain types of employees, then you stay away from those type of businesses. Got it. Are there any franchises that are considered recession-proof? Definitely, definitely. So, um, so think about this. If your pipe breaks at home right now and we're in a recession, are you going to not have it fixed? There you go. Okay. Right? I mean, if you – if if um, senior care, think about this. There's so many – senior care right now, especially in Florida, right? There's tons of seniors, right? So there are these senior care agencies – they're pretty recession-proof. A matter of fact, there's such a rise in the, the demand for senior care because there's more baby boomers, you know, turning sure. older every day. So that's a good one. Automotive, your car breaks down. It doesn't matter if there's a recession. You're going to fix it, okay? Home services, as I said, repair is great, but there's other things. And right now, because the housing market is you know it's tough to buy because the interest rates people are fixing up their their houses right so you know, a lot of different things definitely okay what is something that you find franchise a mistake that most franchise franchisees make that's very hard to undo i i think that they rush to they rush to buy a franchise without having all the information and once you buy a franchise it's a 10-year agreement it's like getting married okay oh. So if you don't know how to do the right due diligence, then you could really be putting your investment at risk, okay? So let me ask you, like, obviously, when people that don't know about financial, the financial industry, they go to an expert, right? right. <laughs> so, right? And if they don't know the real estate market, they go to an expert, okay? But for some reason, a lot of people will still go directly to the franchisors. And you know what? Franchise salespeople are really good. They know how to spin things, right? So the problem is, is like, A, you know, they don't know. A lot of these people that are going directly to franchisors, and there's great franchisors, and, you know, there's there's uh, it's a mix out there. So you don't know what you're going to get sometimes, right? But the fact is this. First of all, I'll give you some, like, things you would need to do before you buy a franchise. So, you, so you're mitigating some of that risk, okay? There's important stuff. Number one, you want, to, um, you want to talk to other franchisees, all right? So if I was buying into a franchise, I would reach out to as many franchisees that are currently there and you know, in the system and say, 
How are you doing? What kind of right. money are you making? Does this make sense? If you had the choice to 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 redo this decision, would you still do the same? Would you make the same decision and become a franchisee? So so visit locations, talk to franchisees, hire an attorney before you sign a franchise agreement. Get with an attorney. Make sure you know what you're getting into. Right. Sure. Find out about how they get customers. If you're learning this new business model, and there's great training and support, but marketing and getting customers is one of the hardest things. Great franchisors have that figured out for you. All right. So I like the franchises where they have a very strong marketing and lead generation strategy, right? Things like that, very important. Technology could be a, de a deal breaker, right? It's so funny. Nowadays, there's even service companies like a painting service. You go out, you could put in the measurements of every room, boom, get a bid right there with the customer, have them sign it, ties into the paint ordering, ties into every aspect of the business. Even the guys that are coming out, there's routing software, there's timing everything, it's cost costing out the job. It's, I mean, the systems that are in franchising today from a technology standpoint, like a roofing franchise, there's drones with AI-driven drones that measure the roof. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah and, and, I mean, it's so crazy what they're doing nowadays. So those things are all going to be important when you're looking at franchises, because ultimately, if you're paying a royalty for a period of 10 years on, on all your sales, it's about the value you get, right? So what what if you're paying that money, how do I get the most value for the royalties I'm paying? That's that should be your mindset. Now, I assume people can call you and you walk them through the process. That's what you do, correct? Yeah, what I do is I um, do a couple of things. I educate them about franchising and I have a process to help them identify like what franchises could be best suited for them based on who they are, what skills they have, where their strengths are, what goals you have, how much money you want to spend, all these different variables we talk about, I learn about you. And ultimately what I do is I, I'm going to make some recommendations based on you know this process. And, and then based on what my clients like, I connect them with the brands. And, and then they they have discussions with those you know select brands. And I'm there to you know, have a call here and there with them to guide them, answer questions, and lend perspective to what they're learning. And is it a set fee for the service, or does it depend on the on each case? Well, no, actually, it's free. I know that's going to sound odd. Like, why would I work for free? Well, it's free to my clients. Kind of like real estate, when you're buying a house, the buyer doesn't pay the agent commission, the seller does. So if someone decides to move forward with a franchise that I made a recommendation on, and they've done all their due diligence and they've gone through everything and, you know, and they decide to move forward, then I would receive a referral fee from the franchise company that would not affect what my client would pay. So, so I'm about no pressure. I'm straight up. I want people to succeed. This is a big decision for anybody going into business. And it's a decision that you really don't want to mess up and you can't afford, you know, to make a bad decision. So uh, I'm definitely here to help. All right. That's great. So with all your success, what's your biggest challenge? Well, my biggest challenge is 
I continue want to grow this business and find great people. So, you know, just being on this podcast is, you know, been great for me. And this is what I love to do, kind of spread the word saying, hey, there's some options out there that maybe you don't know about, you know. Outside of that, um, my other biggest challenge is staying on top of the mountains of information that I have to learn about all these specific franchises. So everything's constantly changing, and I stay up to date on all these different franchises. So there's always tons of emails and content that I'm reading just to make sure that, you know, I could be as good as I could be for my clients. Okay. Um, What sets you apart your competition what makes you unique well listen i was a business owner a marketing strategist for over 27 years so i'm very analytical and i worked on the other side i i had franchisors as clients i spoke at franchising conferences i was at hundreds of events i have very deep roots in franchising my family started a franchise organization I don't think you'll find many consultants that do what I do to have the depth of knowledge and experience in franchising in that way. And I, you know, being the business owner most of my life, so you know, I have that perspective too. So I kind of have been through those challenges or struggles. And so um, so I kind of I take this very seriously. So, you know, that's that that that's how I'm a little bit different, I think, than most doing what I do. Well, this has been very interesting because I never knew that you could actually work with a broker that gets a commission so you don't have any upfront costs to really decide what is the right franchise. It's very interesting. And I'm sure my listeners will find it very intriguing. Um, what's the best way if they want to move forward with you to get a hold of you? Well, listen, my website, smartfranchiseinvesting.com is a great place. Um, you could, there's a link to reach out to me through smartfranchiseinvesting.com. My email is marty at smartfranchiseinvesting.com. I'm Marty Greenbaum. Uh, love to chat with any of the uh, of your audience, uh, anybody out there that's kind of thinking, you know, maybe I should explore this. Uh, maybe there's something out there for me. Uh, I'd love, love to talk to anybody. All right, Marty. Well, that was very interesting. I want to, again, thank you for being on the show today. And uh, we'll probably have you back again. Awesome, awesome. Julian, I appreciate it. I wish you the best. Uh, great, great time today. So thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Taking Control of Your Financial Life. For more information about today's topics, please visit or check the show notes for more important information and links. Share, rate, and review this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.